Hi guys, good to see you. We've been on quite a journey in these last few months, haven't we? I, I wonder if you, like me, have learned a lot about yourself during this time. You know, as, as you face challenges, perhaps you've discovered new strengths that you didn't know you had, or maybe you've noticed weaknesses that you, you've had to battle through. I know I've learned a lot about myself from doing these videos of sermons because I get to see myself and all my irritating mannerisms. A, a few of the things I just need to check in with you all about. So first of all, I need to apologise for how much I sniff like all the time. I have allergies, okay, I can't help it, but I'm really sorry because that must be so irritating to listen to. Another thing I've noticed in when I've recorded um, Zoom meetings and conversations with people is when someone else is talking, I for some reason feel the need to encourage them by repeatedly going, yeah, yeah, at them. And, and that's really annoying. So I'm really trying to work on not doing that as much. So do, do pick me up on that if I'm annoying you by doing that. The other thing I've noticed though, when I'm getting set up to record something like this, you, I, I start recording whilst I'm sort of getting in position and getting everything ready. And turns out that whilst I'm doing that all the time, I am just quietly singing to myself just under my breath and you get to hear it on the audio. Maybe at some point we'll have to make a compilation of all of the me getting set up clips and we can play. Guess which tune Claire's humming to herself? But I bet some of right you, some of you right now, if, if you stop and think, have you got a tune that's playing in your brain right now? Maybe you're still singing the worship song that we finished off with just now. Or maybe if you're a parent with young children, perhaps you've got the theme music to their favourite TV show. You know, maybe Peppa Pig is playing on loop in your brain all the time. And if it wasn't already, you're welcome, because you've got it for the rest of the sermon now. Or, you know, if, if your kids are a bit older, maybe it's the, the irritating little tinkling music that goes with their favourite computer game that, if we're honest, they're probably playing a little bit too much of right now just so that we can cope. Music does get stuck on our minds, but music does more than that. Music provokes an emotional response in us. It can motivate us. It can direct where we're headed. I know I find if I'm having to do the housework, I, I really lack motivation with housework. And so I find I manage a lot better if I put some lively worship music on and that just gets me going and helps me to get started with my housework. So this series is titled, um, What's on Your Journey Through Lockdown Playlist? And what we're wanting to think about is as we go on this journey through lockdown, as the, the various rules and boundaries are changed, what are the songs that are playing on loop in our brains, that are keeping us motivated, that are helping us to focus on the right things during this time? And what we want to try, try and draw our playlist from is the Psalms of Ascent. They're Psalms 120 to 134. And these Psalms are traditionally associated with a pilgrimage journey to Jerusalem to worship God in the temple. And so what we're saying is let's look at this journey through lockdown as a pilgrimage journey. Rather than our focus being on trying to get back to normal or whatever normal might look like, let's look on this as a journey to try and get closer to God, where our destination at the end of this journey will be a place 
that is closer to God than we've ever been before. And we're going to do that with the Psalms of Ascent. Now the worship team have sought out a number of worship songs that sort of reflect the themes we're going to be looking at in each of these Psalms. And we're going to send that out to you on email, the, the list of songs, so that you can be playing those songs at home to help keep you focused on drawing closer to God, on growing in Him. But let's begin our journey right now. So the Psalms of Ascent start with Psalm 120, which has a theme of it expressing distress. Often the place where we begin, what motivates us to start a journey is a place of distress. But we're gonna jump in at Psalm 121. So let's hear that now. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. I lift my eyes up to the hills. The journey to Jerusalem meant passing through hilly, mountainous terrain, so somewhat bigger than the sand dunes that are behind me here today. And this was no day trip like we're having. This was a long journey that would have taken a number of days and was actually quite risky and dangerous. And so as we face the risks, the challenges as we move forward on our journey, do we keep our heads down and, and ignore the challenges ahead? Or do we lift our eyes up to the hills, see what's ahead and ask that question, where does my help come from? What I love about the way this bit is phrased, where does my help come from? It's not that they look at the hills and say, oh no, how am I going to handle this? What should I do? Or please, somebody help me. Will anybody help me? There is a confidence as they ask, where will my help come from? They know that there will be help. The question is, where do they look for it? And as we face the challenges ahead, let's not be asking, what do I do? But asking, where am I looking to for my help? Am I looking within myself? Am I looking to other people? Or am I looking to the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth? You know, if he made heaven and earth, then he can handle the mountains that we face on our journey. He will not let your foot slip. Many years ago now, um, I was doing Geography A-level and I was on a field trip in the Peak District where one of the tasks we had to do was something called a slope survey. And the idea of a slope survey is that you, you find a scree slope and then you take a sample of the stones from the bottom and measure them and a sample from halfway up and a sample from up the top to sort of get an idea of the distribution of the size of stones over this slope. Anyway, 
the slope that my group chose was a particularly steep one and I'll be honest with you I'm not too great with heights and so we'd merrily marched up this slope and about halfway up I started to feel really quite nervous and anxious and I decided that actually no I, this was too much for me I needed to go back down. So I started making my way back down the slope and as I went down that we were on sort of the scree slope bit and I saw there was this bit a little further over where there was a, a slight dip in the slope where it was sort of rather than rocks it was sort of soil and because it was a slight dip to me it looked as though I was going to feel a bit more secure there and so I made my way over to that bit to walk down there. The thing was I discovered when I got to that bit because it was loose soil as I stepped on it the ground was literally moving and sliding underneath my feet and at that point the the fear overwhelmed me I panicked and I froze I was not moving I was not going anywhere because I didn't feel safe now the hilarious thing is that of course all of the teenage boys on this field trip loved the idea of being knights in shining armor and so I immediately had this flood of all of the teenage lads coming wanting to try and rescue me off this slope and in the end to get me moving one of them as they were holding I had a couple holding my hands went down but one of them bless him was putting his hands under my feet as we went down so that my feet would feel safe but you know it's a little bit like that with how God walks us through our journey it says he will not let our foot slip as we're walking his hand is under our feet every step of the way and it may seem that as we go on this journey that the ground doesn't feel stable beneath us the ground seems uneven but every step of the way, God has got his hand under our feet, holding us safe as we go. And the next verse says that he who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. So as he does that, he's not going to fall asleep on the job. I, I'm making too many confessions today, but another confession when my kids were young very early on I taught them if they needed something at night to call out for daddy not mummy so that I wouldn't have to get up the irony is that actually I'm a much lighter sleeper than Chris so it, as soon as they did wake up and call it would wake me up anyway and it would be me elbowing him to get him out of a deeper sleep to go and see to them but I, I'm not good with broken sleep God's not like that though have you ever watched a parent with young children at a playground where perhaps their young child is braving climbing slightly higher or climbing over a more dangerous bit than usual and you see that parent there watching their child so closely they are so alert that they will sense the moment that child is about to fall that parent is going to be there catching the child before the child even calls out for help that's how alert God is with us even the best parent might miss it sometimes but God doesn't sleep he's never too tired to listen when we need help he is with us every step of the way the Lord is your keeper your shade at your right hand Alfie and I have come to seek out some shade at the beach here today because it's getting quite hot but you know God being our shade at our right hand is significant. Um, apologies to all the left-handed people out there. They weren't so political correct, po politically correct back in Bible times. But basically the right hand, when a father 
was passing on his blessing, his inheritance to his son, he would use his right hand to reach out and do that. It was a symbolic act of this is my first blessing. The younger son would get the second blessing of the left hand. The right hand was the hand of power and authority. It was the hand that would carry a weapon in battle. So God's shelter, that shade, is at our right hand. It is an active and powerful shade. He is sheltering us actively and powerfully. We haven't got to go and seek it out. He is actively there at our right hand, providing it as we go along. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. You know, one of the things that stresses me as, as the lockdown rules are being eased is that as we gain these new freedoms, what if they find they've, they've released those boundaries too far and we have to be brought back in again? What if having found that freedom, it's then taken away again? How will we cope with taking those steps back? But equally, one of my concerns is that there's some things about the last couple of months that I've really liked. I've enjoyed having time at home with my children. I've enjoyed having time to reflect more with God. And I don't want to lose all of that. But God's promise to us here is that as we journey forward into new territory and as we sometimes retreat back onto familiar ground, he will keep us, he will walk with us every step of the way. We as a church, like so many organisations, are in the process of figuring out what our journey look like, looks like as the rules change. What are we actually going to be doing? And that's something that we want to do in a godly way, that we want to look for his guidance in, follow God's timing and show his care and compassion for his people. So we're going to have a church meeting this Wednesday in place of our regular small groups, which you're all invited to. And we just want to share there some of what our heart is at this time as we look ahead to what our future options might be so that we can all walk this journey together and all yes lift our eyes up to the hills and see those challenges but also all know where our help comes from from the lord the maker of heaven and earth let's turn our hearts and our minds to him now as we finish our service together let's worship him as a powerful god who is holding our feet every step of the way.